comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Episode 319. Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Tonight's episode, Duran Duran is my ringtone. That's why we don't let Bill have admin access to the website anymore. That, that is a smart reason. It's oh. a horrible, horrible reason. I knew it was Bill's fault. I dispute oh. that. Russ, thanks for cluing us in on that. Bill, look, no more. Hey, I learned at Full Sail how to operate on a motherboard, okay? Uh, I was just putting in some more efficient diodes. Here. Okay. You know, the website doesn't need an animated gifts or anything like that. Look, you know, I know you're trying to laughter. I know you're trying to spruce it up, but well, I was trying to help out. Okay, Russ, you Russ know, from a LOD. What's up? Is that the mystery voice? It is. Yay! 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 Okay, good. What's up, guys? We're uh, we past that now. All right, we're back so to being coldly analytical. Why is Russ here? I love being coldly analytical because our Me stuff is too. broken. Our stuff is broken. Our stuff is broken. Yeah. Our so pets' heads are falling off. Yeah, really. Thank you heard that? Maybe a, <laughs> like that. A mild exaggeration. Okay. Did you hear? I guess Bill listened. <laughs> he heard the beginning of of last week's episode. <laughs> this is episode three uh, nineteen. Three nineteen. Okay. Rest. Tell us what's going on with the website and all that stuff. So, some of this is a little inside baseball, but. Basically, our website is powered by a content management system called Joomla. And when we first put the website together several years ago, we were on a a version that at the time was fine and up-to-date. And as time has gone by, um, technology has passed us up. And uh, the version we're on isn't supported anymore, so it's not being patched um, as of recently. I mean, it's not like it's so outdated. We've been kind of flying by the seat of our pants. But it, it hasn't been patched in a little bit. Um, and they've moved on to like a whole new platform, and so the part of it, so that's the part of why we need to to make some changes. Um, the other is iTunes has been kind of doing some weird stuff lately, and you know those of you that have iPhones and iPads, which I don't, um, they've actually on the mobile side switched out their podcast from iTunes proper to some sort of um, pod catching app. So and they um... because the. I'm sorry. Are they outsourcing iTunes now or something? Yes, I know. Welcome to iTunes. (laughs) 
no. Is this no, tech no. support? Yes, hello. Welcome to iTunes podcast section. I need to know how to use iTunes. Yes, hello. Welcome to iTunes. Hello, can I help you, please? Hello. My name is yes. Akbar. Yes, no, I've had iTunes for... I've had My I, name is David. I've had iTunes for 18 months. I still can't figure out how to use it. Yes, I suggest you get a Zoom. It's much simpler. Is there any way that you could keep iTunes from making my computer spend five minutes on startup? Uh, no, that is not possible. We like to make you forced to look at iTunes at all, all costs for multiple minutes after one after another. Thank okay, you very maybe much. you have can answer nice this from the second. No, are you still there? Are you still there? I still have a question. From Beep. from the second I loaded iTunes, I'm going to keep talking anyway. I do not care. I'm that mad about this. From the second I loaded iTunes up, my my chip has been running at turbo speed ever since then. Yeah, iTunes hey, has some issues. ITunes, I'm sorry, Russ. Why are you chewing up so many of my resources, iTunes? You back to Russ. Bad boy, you. <sighs> Russ? Thank you, Russ. This is the kind of treatment you get when you join us on half hour Russ? Oysa, by the way. Russ yeah, is, yeah. Russ yeah, is no, left. I'm, 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 I'm here. I think so, Russ went to get some snacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I you know, kind of dozed off for a little bit there. But <laughs> went to the Bahamas for a moment. <laughs> yeah. The uh now the the main iTunes app like you use on your computer is fine. Like that'll do podcasts and that'll do music and everything. Everything's fine. Um, they have made some updates. I think what's happened, and this is mainly the problems we're having right now. And obviously, if you're an iTunes customer, you're not probably hearing this unless you've gone to the website. But if you if you listen to the show either through the website or through an Android device, then everything's fine. Like you're you're the RSS feeds are updating. You're able to hear episodes. Everything's everything's great. But um, I think iTunes made some changes, and they're adhering a little more strictly to the RSS speed format, which is how podcasts are produced on the on the web. And um, because we're using this older version that hasn't kept up with those changes, we're a little out of compliance. I think um, I've emailed iTunes support a couple, Apple support a couple times, and have basically gotten, yeah, your podcast was removed from iTunes for one of the following four reasons, which. Most of them don't even apply, and they can't specifically tell me, like, what's wrong. Because I want to make sure, like, when we make this change that we don't have any more problems, and they're completely unhelpful. Wow. So it, it's kind of, yeah, I've traded emails back and forth, and they pretty much keep spitting the same answer back at me. So um, ultimately, I've got, we've, Ken and I have kind of behind the scenes been, been working on migrating the website to this new format for quite some time and now it's just kind of finally hit a wall so we're we're moving very quickly on doing this now um, um, the goal is by may i'm sorry you sorry, said uh, you said by may the goal is may 1st that the switchover would happen um what that's going to mean for listeners of all the shows i mean this is you know if, if you get the master feed and you get all the separate shows then you'll just have to resubscribe one time if you listen to things separately um so it's going to, you know, the, the PKD Black Box, or the, I should say the Black Box, the Walking Dead TV podcast, Real Heroes, Out Now, um, LOD, Half Hour Wasted, um, Shield, the Shield TV podcast. All of those, if you subscribe to, you're going to have to resubscribe. Um, and there'll be new links on the website when it goes back up um, the beginning part of May. So, you, you know, go to hhwlod.com and you'll see the subscribe links there. You should at this time, at that time, be able to research in iTunes and resubscribe directly in iTunes because the feeds will be submitted probably before May 1st, um, probably at the end of, of this week as we record this at the very beginning of next week. Um, and, and so when you search, you know, half hour wasted or 
HHWLOD Podcast Network or, um, you know, whatever, you, you should find that in iTunes by the, by, you know, by the 1st of May. Um, but it's a little unfortunate. Um, it's, I know it's kind of a pain, you know, when people have to, to resubscribe, you know, that they can't just open up their, you know, podcatcher of choice and just get the newest episode. But it happens from time to time. I and mean, there's other shows that are uh, greater and smaller than ours that go through this when they revamp their website and, and do a major overhaul, which is what we're doing. Um, so hopefully the goal is this should be the last time we have to do that um, and, and that moving forward. Okay. Any changes we make should be more transparent. Okay, and and Russ, just to make sure, I, I I'm not sure if I missed this or if you said this, but even if they're not using iTunes, they'll still need to get the new RSS feed. Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Everyone, yeah. I'm sorry. Everyone across across the board is going to have to resubscribe. Gotcha. Um, hey. just just because we're going to have to change over the entire thing. As of right now, as of this recording, um. The current episode of Half Hour Wasted was published two days ago. This morning when I opened up iTunes, it downloaded the current episode. Oh, it did it? Yeah, which is weird because when you search for the stuff on iTunes, in the iTunes store, it's gone. So I don't yeah, it, I don't understand, and I'm, you know, I don't know that you have an answer for that either, but it's weird. Yeah, and that's part of the frustration is... Um, you know, we first came, you know, became, because I'm not an iTunes user. I use my Android phone or I, I just pull stuff right off the website. Um, and Aaron, Aaron Newworth kind of pointed me to it and said, hey, you know, we're, our stuff's not updating in iTunes. Um, and then I went searching through the links. We have RSS links directly to iTunes in, on the website, and they were working a week ago. And when, you know, after Brad, you called me, and then I tested it out, and then they weren't working. So that's what clued me that, okay, something's really up and, and further digging. So it could be that maybe somehow there's some back-end connections that are keeping it updated, but I think it's just a matter of time before something really bad happens. So, uh, you know, we're just trying to get in front of it as much as we can. And at, yeah, at this point, it's just, it's kind of uh, analogous to just ripping the Band-Aid off, at, you know, all at once. So we're going we're gonna to rip it off and put a, put a fresh bandage on, and it's all going to be good. Now, how, I mean, it sounds like, so you got to migrate from, Joomla 1.5 to 2.5 or whatever it is. Uh, it's shocking to me that that would require such manual dexterity on your part, I guess. I mean, I, knowing nothing about it, I, I don't know how rigorous a process that is. Clearly, it's pretty stinking involved. Yeah, the, the main thing is just that, it, I mean, to get into the details of it probably are, are going to be really, really technical and really, really geeky. But the, the long and the short of it is the guy that that or the, the group that built the podcast um, plugin that we use that creates the RSS feeds and kind of manages all this stuff on the back end um, stopped doing it. And so there's no more updates for it. Somebody else took it over and they kind of forked the development off and they've made it compliant with 2.5. The problem is that just the, the, the data structure changes from 1.5 to 2.5 such that we can't be guaranteed to have the same um, the, the same file structure and everything and the way that the new site works as opposed to the old one. So oh. um, that's, that's kind of run. where the, the catch is. It's shocking I mean, that... There is a, yeah, I mean, there's a very, very, very slim chance that it could all come over and still update, but um, I, I would have like a 5% chance on that. I mean, the best thing to do is for everybody to just go to the website and resubscribe with their with their app once it stops updating and everything will be great. Please take a moment to allow this information to sink in. 
Yes. That's a lot to take in. That is. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and, and like I said, we're kind of, I'm kind of, uh, you know, going in a, lot, a little inside baseball, like I said. But thank the, goodness the for Russell Latham. Oh, thank my goodness. Oh my gosh. For yes. Russell Latham. Thank you, Russell. Latham. Thank you for being the one person smart enough to handle all this. I miss Libson. <laughs> yeah, Libson was. Yeah. Libson, you paid somebody else to do it. We don't pay. I don't know if you listeners know, but we don't pay the crack IT team squat. We get mad at boys and. Wooden nickels, yeah, and man yeah. hugs when they're yeah. in town, right? And then we make yeah. them buy us barbecue, and then we make That's, them buy us barbecue, right. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The uh, it's funny if, to do what we're doing on Libsyn would cost us a fortune because each show and each feed would have to have its own, you know, paid subscription model through Libsyn, or you'd have to get some kind of enterprise wide license, which is a fortune. So, self hosting. Um, you know, while we do have issues from time to time like this, but you know, having to go through this once in five years or whatever it's been is, you know, not that terrible. I mean, it's it's plus, not that big of a deal. Plus, we have the whole toilet bowl thing going on with the the yeah, bandwidth yeah, just, and it, with libs. Right. it's just dirty. It's dirty. Right. It's not good. Right. And and we, you know, we don't get a snazzy looking website where we can do some cool stuff. So part of the part of the one thing that this upgrade is going to give us is. Um, immediately, it's probably not going to look that different, but the goal is over a very short period of time to revamp the look of the site to where we can put more blogging content up, that we can, um, you know, maybe get a little advertising revenue in, maybe to to put in the in the coffers a little bit to Finally. to help us, uh, you know, do better stuff and maybe get some little um, trinkets and things that we can pass out at conventions and stuff like that. Nice, um, cool. But but it, it's going to allow us to just be a lot more flexible. The other thing this new site is is more mobile friendly, so we can tailor the website to look um, better on you know cell phones and tablets and things like that, where um, you know space is more of at a premium. So yeah. it, it's going to allow us a lot more flexibility. Okay, that would be intensely cool. You know, looking at our website on my cell phone is uh, is a I really need to. I really have to want to look at our website to look at it on my cell phone. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So this will this will allow us to reformat and turn some things off and turn some other things on um, if you're coming in from one of those devices, as opposed to everybody gets the same look. So there, there's a lot of benefits to it. There's a lot of benefits to it, and I'm, I'm really excited about it. That's cool. I mean, I thought that. Uh, I mean, the the website has always looked amazing. I mean, it looks far far more professional than some you know than i deserve at least i don't know about you guys uh but no frank and i deserve it yeah that's kind of what i was alluding (laughs) to um i i have a a quick funny story about kind of our website indirectly okay uh my dad and i we talk a lot on the weekends and uh my dad is that when you've been able to fit him in your schedules the weekend yes very busy guy dad dad i told you to stop calling me on weekdays (laughs) We weekends a uh, weekends only. He has to text first before you we talk. You mean it's not it's not Saturday? <laughs> is your is your dad Jewish? It's yes. not Saturday. He's an old Jewish man. That's right. Rimcon. No, he he explained to me a podcast. He did. Yeah, about what podcasts were and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. When was this? Uh, this was last weekend. Last weekend. Yeah. Okay. He, he explained to me about MP3s and podcast. That's tremendous. <laughs> Good for you. Does this guy, uh, does he break down his own Linux code? And is he, is he a big open source guy? It's just, it's 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 funny because, you know, my dad knows about the show and stuff like that. But he just, sometimes he just forgets. 
I can remember the day he learned about copy paste on a computer <laughs> oh, and how wow. not only uh, could you use your mouse, but you could also use shortcuts on your keyboard, control V and control C and control X. And he explained all that to me at great detail in the middle of the day at work one day. Really? This is like five years ago. Five, well, maybe longer. Okay. But. Anyway, we were talking about, you know, the website, and that hey. just kind of reminded me of how my father just, you know these things called podcasts that you can get from the iTunes? Yeah, I kind of do, Dad. iTunes, that's for squares, man. <laughs> iTunes will cause you nothing but trouble. I finally, uh, I finally loaded up iTunes onto my laptop. Finally, yeah. I've had the sucker for... I think I had the sucker for over a calendar year before I finally loaded up iTunes onto it. Like it or not, yeah. it, it organizes your music I, in a very nice way. I honestly, the, the reason I did it yes. was because when you dump a CD in, right. it gives you track numbers. Right. Yeah. No, <laughs> That's it, the reason I loaded now it I, up. I've been using Windows Media Player, okay, and I've never had an issue with it. I mean, it organizes things pretty well for me. Now, for, I mean, well, I used iTunes to start with because I, I had an iPod Shuffle. Oh, okay. And now I've got an iPod Classic, and okay. all my all of my music is on my iPod. So I use it for that because I have an Apple, an actual Apple device for that. Well, for me, most of the music I listen to in my car is off a thumb drive, mm -hmm. and if I use just Windows Explorer or something like that to just drag and drop, you know, a folder, an album onto the thumb drive, then it would oftentimes reorder the tracks for me, alphabetical order or whatever it was. Really? Yes, honest, honest to goodness. So, so I'd, I'd, I'd fire this album up. one o two o three, 2 3 And iTunes literally puts numbers in front of each track. Exactly. I, one dash track name, two dash track name, et cetera, et cetera. So they can't get out of order. So I, I use Windows Media Player for the most yes. part. And, and I do the thumb drive thing, too. I've never had that issue. Well, maybe you've got better thumb drives. Maybe than Windows France. Media Player. Maybe did it improved. That. Yeah. Maybe Bill didn't use a Windows Media, or a, maybe he was just dragging folders. I was using Frank's CD burning software, <laughs> and um, oh, that's on the. It was promised yeah. to me. That's on the impulse buy rack at Fred's Frank's yeah. bread store. He yeah, was right out there, right as you're checking out. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was wearing a white suit when he sold it to me. It didn't cost much. It was only 199 bucks. You guys ready for this? And you know why that was. Uh, but no. <laughs> but he did. There was a ten dollar mail in rebate with it too, so that really defrayed the cost. My problem is, I sent all the paperwork in, and I've been dealing with Frank's IT department since then. Uh, they've been extremely unhelpful, <laughs> and I've not gotten my ten dollars yet. And so I'm I'm a little mad about it. It's amazing that you can laugh the same way twice. In a row. I haven't decided whether to take it out I can do on it a third Frank. Time. <laughs> That's amazing. You're like a robot. You're yeah. a comedy robot is what you are. It's I mean, it's not iRobot, it's comedy robot starring Frank. So hey, uh Russ, have we uh have we told you that uh, we're starting a TV show? We're uh, getting ready to start filming uh this summer. Uh it's gonna be the uh, half hour waste of boys. We could use your help. Um it's called Comedy <laughs> Robot and it stars Frank. So we're looking sorry, forward we're talking, to were you talking to me? Lots of hijinks. <laughs> Did you get those snacks yet? You haven't gotten no. the snacks, have you? You were actually no. waiting for me to stop talking, weren't you? 
What? I can do that too. <laughs> Russ, here's let's Yeah, one of you guys better talk to topic. Russ because he can't hear me. There's something wrong with this connection. <laughs> New topic. I think my XLR only has two out of three wires uh making the connection. New topic. Russ, did you see the new Thor trailer that they released today? I did. I did. Oh, I haven't seen it. I thought I thought it was just a poster. So we got No, a... there's an actual trailer. Oh, Thor wow, trailer. I didn't know yeah. that. Oh, dude. And the end the ending is really cool. It has a, l- a little cool bit at the end. But yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty jazzed about it. There's a new international uh, trailer for the Wolverine too, which is um, which has come out, and apparently in Japan it's called Wolverine Samurai, which I think I like yeah. that name better than the American version. That's um, awesome. But there's a lot more ninja action going on in that trailer, so I'm pretty stoked about it. But, yeah, I saw but yeah, that. Thor looks looks very impressive. Let's all call it up on on. Uh, I'm actually watching I'm it right now. Right Thor now. Trailer? Yeah, what? volumes down. Oh, what, um, son of a gun. What, no. Uh, what website are you looking at? Uh, YouTube. Dang it. Okay. Hey guys. Yeah. yeah. I hate to I hate to leave good company, but uh, I've got to get back to okay. uh, to babysitting when I'm babysitting at work. But uh, but yeah, just uh, like I said, remember check out the website. Uh, keep an eye on it. I think phase one in the immediate future is just going to get the feeds all functioning like they should and happy and everybody good. Uh, and then phase two, probably within two to three weeks after that, is going to be um, a little bit of a new look and some cool new stuff. So. Cool. Thanks, Russell, for your time. Sure, man. Awesome. Thanks, nice right, talk buddy. to you, Russ. Hey. Yeah, hopefully I'll see you guys in, in next month. Yeah. Awesome. So, yes, cool. yes, yes. All right, take care, buddy. All right, man. You guys too. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Hey, what about X-Men? What he <sighs> He's gone. He All hung right. up on me. Let's take let's pause so okay. the three of us can watch the Thor trailer. Excellent. And we'll great. Come, and then we'll come Excellent. back and talk about Very it. Very good. We just finished watching it twice, dude. That was awesome. Um, it looks like it looks like it's gonna be a blockbuster. I'm just it gonna keep like, watching it. Like you said, it's gonna be a lot more fantasy. Yeah, which I kind of I kind of dig that. I mean, it's just it, it it seems like it, instead of Thor being on Earth, it's gonna be about uh, uh, Natalie Portman uh, up on Asgard, and so yeah. we're gonna learn about that. That's kind of cool. <clears throat> and apparently, Thor. If you look at the very first scene. Uh, in the movie, it looks like Thor's joined the Fringe Division. So yeah. that is going to be awesome. What did I miss? Hmm? The whole the, the floating truck. and Oh, the, yeah. There's yeah. some kids. Well, don't, like they're levitating. Don't tell me you didn't see Joshua Jackson or no, the great Anna Torv or Jasky and Nicole in the background of that shot. I, I was, uh, yeah. That's, or Walter. That's curious. It's almost like, um, I don't know what to make of that shot. I don't know. Uh, just of a truck floating, kids making a truck rotate very slowly. Oh, I, I got the impression that the kid was staring in awe at, like, what the heck is going on here rather than causing it herself, but obviously anything's yeah, possible. Yeah, it could be either way. But That's why they called it Tisa. I took it the way Frank did. Like, they were actually, because it looked like he was touching it or yeah. pointing at it. I um, I made the speculation that I, I'm convinced is wrong, but uh, trying to figure out, you get one tiny glimpse of what looks like the big bad villain. He's mainly cloaked, and you may or may not see uh, another shot at the end. If so, it uh, looks like Voldemort. 
Um, but at the very beginning, and dressed in, a, in his shadows and his cloaks and all that, it almost looks like Gore the God Slayer uh, from Jason Aaron's. Uh, it was how Jason Aaron kicked off the uh, this Marvel most now. recent. Um, yeah, I could, the Marvel Now Thor. I was trying to figure out how to say the most recent volume or version or whatever of it. I'm, I'm looking at the uh, at the listing of all the uh, characters from yeah. IMDb on this. There's only one that's uncredited, and that's Chris. Do uh o is uh o d o w d O'Dowd? Yeah. Chris O'Dowd. That sounds familiar. I've heard the name. And now what are we talking about Sorry, here? Chris O'Dowd. He is uncredited in the uh, listing for the um uh for the new Thor movie. Sorry, my allergies. I'm gonna walk away for a Okay. Um hey, I can get you some Benadryl or something if you like. Yeah, it does that to me every single time. Um if you haven't read the uh, the Thor reboot that started probably eight months ago or so, um, it's well worth your time. Uh, I've never been a follower of Jason Aaron. I know he does a lot of fun stuff, um, a lot of a lot of wacky, hardcore stuff, too. He did a lot of Punisher stuff, which is real good. Yeah. He wrote Hulk for a while, which was kind of strange. I, sorry, I think I'm getting him mixed up a little bit with Dan Slott. Um, Dan Slott's been writing Amazing Spider-Man. Dan for... Slott's cheeky, isn't he? Dan and, Slott uh, did he did some good stuff when he reinvented She-Hulk a few years back. I liked it a lot. Okay. Peter David eventually took over that series, but um he's been running Amazing Spider-Man since before 600. Okay. But the Thor thing, I think uh again, I if if you made me put money on it, I'd say it's it's almost certainly not the the villain, but if it was, it'd be kind of cool just simply because uh and it doesn't look we're not getting that here in this trailer. But in the comic book reboot, um, you've seen Thor. He's literally telling this Thor story from three different points in time. Oh, okay. He uh, and he 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 alternates between the three timelines. Um, at least during this first six issue arc, it, I don't think this is going to be the way the book is constructed for all time. Um, which is another thing I think that makes it a, a really interesting way to to kick it back off. But he's uh, in like the year eight hundred ninety one or something where he's uh. He is he is Thor, the god of thunder, the entire way through. But he's he's uh, very young and inexperienced, at least comparatively, in eight ninety one, and um, he hangs out with the Vikings, and uh, uh, you know it's it's the year nine hundred A D. basically, so and all that, and then present time, and then in the undetermined uh, future, far future, apparently, where um, as they pick the story up, uh, Thor is the last survivor of asgard he has been the king for who knows how long at this point because he looks exactly like odin and unless you just make the connection you have to be told that no it's it's thor and um trouble ensues but it, it's really i think it's an inventive way of uh telling that story it's just really interesting and uh um the the character uh, i found the character gore the god slayer to be borderline cypher um you know his his motivations are, you know, not the deepest I've ever seen. Uh, that kind of thing, but it's a really enjoyable read. And if they incorporate it into this, I think it'd be interesting, just simply because the character, as far as I know, was created out of thin air. You know, at least publishing wise, eight months ago. So I did find out Chris uh, O'Doward. O'Dowd. O'Dowd. Okay. Uh, he was the uh, romantic lead in Bridesmaid. He was the cop. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. He's played other parts, of course, but that's uh, but that's probably the one that his breakout. Uh, he was also in This Is Forty, and uh, this is forty. <laughs> Always want to say that, and he's playing some uncredited role in Thor: The Dark World. Okay, we got Iron Man this weekend, then we got Thor in November. Which yeah, we need we need to talk about Iron Man three. Oh yeah, Captain America April of twenty fourteen, and then this list I'm looking at says Guardians of the Galaxy in August of twenty fourteen. I don't know if it's been nailed down to that point, but I don't know. I I don't know if I can wait that long. Sometime between. Or sometime in 2014, and then Avengers 2, May 2015. And then after that, November, Ant-Man. Oh, I was just about to ask about that. Has there, an, has there been, a, has Ant-Man been uh, cast yet? Not that I know of okay. at this writing. There was that teaser that we saw a while back. I can't remember uh, who posted it. It was... It was Edgar uh, Wright. Well, I was going to say maybe he did. I don't know if he did that himself, but... Anyway, it was, a, it was it was a lot of fun to yeah. to see that that teaser, which essentially was an unnamed actor running around in a ha- in a Hank Pym uh, classic Ant Man suit, but growing and shrinking while fighting two guards to gain access to an elevator. Yeah, it would... almost felt like a fan film, but it was done very well. It, Edgar Wright did it. It's mm-hmm. actually Edgar Wright's handiwork. Cool. By the way, Frank, do you still have uh, the Irredeemable Ant Man uh, digest? Oh no, I don't. Oh wait, yes, I do. Okay, you don't have the floppies, do you? No. Okay, that's I have too bad. The digest. I'll bet that digest is going to be rare. By well, the way, I'm guessing you're, um, you're going to say something about the issues, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, I got this off bleeding cool. It's not like I came up with it myself through my own extensive research, which I do <laughs> do <laughs> for the record. But um, basically, says right now that. Uh, you would be lucky to find an, an issue uh, issue one of the Irredeemable Ant-Man for under 10 bucks right now. Wow. The price has gone from Because of the speculation uh-huh. that it yeah. might be the Scott Lang Ant-Man. It makes you Wait wonder. Wait was that the name of the guy? In, in... You know, I have no, to look um, it up. It says here uh, Eric, Eric O'Grady. Thank you. Yes. Not Scott Lang, Eric O'Grady. It might, yes. That it might be Kirkman's Ant-Man in the, in the movie. That's a, and, and he's a fun character, too, because he's not unscrupulous, but he's just... He kind of just coast through life. Hey, know? yeah. <laughs> I've also read some interesting news today. The rights, the studio movie rights for the Daredevil movies okay. have officially reverted back to Marvel. Hey! Really? Awesome! Yeah. What's, so, what's Mark Miller doing right now? Is he, I don't know, but... Is he crying in his uh, Guinness right well, now? Well, no, that means that we could possibly see Daredevil in the next... Even if it's just a glimpse in an upcoming Marvel movie. Well, but yeah. Miller, Miller, like... Was head of like the Sony properties or whatever Fox. Or Fox is that it? So he he was kind of creative Jeff Johnsy type person uh, over what Fantastic Four, X Men, and formerly Daredevil was that it? Was Daredevil I can't part of that Daredevil part was, of that world? Daredevil as of April twenty twelve. Uh, I want to say Fox was. They had to get a movie out by then in order to keep the rights, but they didn't, obviously. So Kevin Feige of Marvel Entertainment has, yes. has said that it's official now that Marvel does own the movie rights. Have That's I, wonderful. Have I asked before if... I, I don't know who Kevin Feige is. Is he an accountant? 
Is he no, a he's former like the, writer? Is he's he, the uh, head of Marvel Entertainment. Yeah, but I mean, where up. did he come from? Was he a creator? Was he a bean pusher? I, mean, I just, I don't know. If he's the head, he was probably a bean pusher. This Kevin Feige uh, feller, if that is his real name, um, has done a really good job shepherding this this whole Marvel integration thing, and uh, he should be applauded for that. He's uh, a film producer and president of production at Marvel Studios. Okay. All right, so he's literally in charge of On the first the X-Men Marvel film, universe. Schuler Donner made Feige an associate producer due to his encyclopedic knowledge of the Marvel Universe. He oh. has been involved in all of the Marvel Studios <laughs> theatrical productions since then. So he's basically the Mark Wade of Marvel <laughs> Comics. Yeah. Ma- See if he can find his LinkedIn page. <laughs> Feige was Son named of president of Marvel Studios in 2007. Okay. In November 2012, it was announced that Feige will receive the Motion Picture Showman of the Year Award at the ICG Publicist Guild's Award on February 22, 2013. Well, I'm incredibly jealous of someone who uses their encyclopedic knowledge of comic yeah. books to become the head of a major uh, Hollywood company. It would be cool to company. see like a, a Matt Murdock cameo in the next Avengers movie. I would love that. Yeah. Or, you know, just the lawyer Matt Murdock yeah. comes in. Yeah. That's, That's what I mean. Yeah. Wow. So now we start speculating about what Avi Arad and Kevin Feige and, and Joe Casada at all, what they would do with the Daredevil character. Clearly, Ben Affleck is not going to be interested in coming back to it. No. But this uh, d- now, do we do we know anything beyond it's just reverted back to Marvel's uh, no. ownership? So we we've not heard anything about. Yes, we would like to make a movie, or we're going to plan it. The or... report I read today mm-hmm. was merely Kevin Feige saying, "Yes, Marvel does now own this the rights to make okay. Daredevil movies." So, 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 so Daredevil could just uh, Matt Murdock could just show up in a movie. Well, the nice thing I is, I think that is, would be awesome if yeah. he showed up as a lawyer or something. Well, in the in the Daredevil Daredevil movies could very easily kind of almost do what they're getting ready to do with the Star Wars movies, which we haven't talked about much. Where the plan is starting next year. When we get episode seven, then this is, I'm sure Brad and Frank already know this, so I'm telling you, the listener, you might want to get some snacks. <laughs> this could take a long time. Um, they're going to do uh, episodes uh, in order, episode seven, episode eight, episode nine, during odd years, literally. And during the even years, uh, so you're going to get a Star Wars movie every summer, for the foreseeable future, basically Starting with 2015, until people get so sick of them they stop going and it stops making money for the company, yeah. which hopefully will be well past our lifetimes. I think they should, if they're going to do that, yeah. they should do six years, three, um, three uh, trilogy movies, right, and then three standalone movies, yeah. and then take a break. So yes, the the point is that uh, they're going to uh, in the even years. In the years they're not telling the, the story as part of the episode seven, eight, nine. They're gonna tell standalone movie stories. Twenty fifteen, episode seven. Yeah. Twenty sixteen. And we don't know Yoda movie. I think the thing that's really interesting about this is that they I don't know if they'll seize that opportunity. Movie. Well, but we're all we're all thinking two D on this. I mean, we're all assuming that you know, are are all the movies gonna take place at roughly the same time period? I wanna see an old Republic movie. You know, I want to see a legacy movie. I want to see stuff that happens long before and long after the the events in episode seven, eight, nine. Well, and I, I don't know that they, we're going to get that. I thought the way they described him was solo character movies. And that's Pardon fine. the pun. 
that's fine. Um, but in, I guess, in theory, if we're I going to... I do not forgive you for that part. I mean, if, if as a as a baldly money-grab kind of thing, if they're going to start putting out a Star Wars movie every single year um, just to make coin, then they clearly will have plenty of time to go explore these other time periods. For, yeah. Yeah. And and they can explore it in different ways too. I mean, you know, some type of animated short on television, or you know, even do something Netflixy where it's just like the yeah. old Republic, but you have to have Netflix to watch it, and it's only produced for you know something like that. I, I would be fine or with that. Or straight to DVD or something like that. You know, straight to, to yeah. Well, I mean, we've we've proven it. You know, it's not going to happen on Sci-Fi Channel, but we've proven that you can take a commodity like that and you can turn it into a a relevant TV companion. There was chatter on Facebook today on uh, Jamal Eigel's page, actually, because he okay. had a theory of, like, or an idea for who should direct it, who should star as who, and all this stuff. And, and somebody, it might have been him or somebody commenting, said that he he thinks it might even work better as a TV series. You know what? Hmm. Um, are you talking about Daredevil? Daredevil? Yeah. I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s coming up. The S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, show, you know what? put him on that. That would be, no... Daredevil would work as a TV show, you know what? Sure, but he would fit into that mm-hmm. universe. You know too. what? Now that Marvel owns the rights to Daredevil, I yeah. can completely see him cameoing on Shield every once in a while. Yeah, he's you know, and and he is you know he. Uh, I don't know how you want to rank him. I would rank him as just below an A character, but above a B. You know, I mean that's a pretty big he's character. An, to I would have call him an A minus character. A minus character, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I think he's he's first tier. I mean, if nothing else, yeah. just he's got seniority over so many other characters. Sure. Um, I mean, he's. I'd rather to... see him in a movie than Hawkeye, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I liked Hawkeye, but Daredevil, I think, is a, is an awesome character. Well, one thing is, you also have you, you have by now literally generations worth of individual Daredevil tales. Nice thing is that Daredevil doesn't have to be connected in any way to what else is happening in the marvel universe because his stuff is usually you know this is not a big surprise it's more personal it's more intimate it's basically confined to hell's kitchen for the most part when bendis wrote daredevil for so long it was tangentially at best related to the rest of the marvel universe i mean it was just daredevil in his own world and you know in my opinion Bendis did a bang-up job with, with all of that Daredevil stuff. Yeah, I don't think for a minute that, unless it was turned into a TV show, at which time I would expect S.H.I.E.L.D.-type cross-pollination, uh, but I would be really surprised if there, if he was literally just a standalone character. I mean, they're going to have somebody walk through a scene, you know, they'll they'll make reference to the Hulk, or they'll do something to tie it in. Um, I just not necessarily in a huge you budget know, busting. Okay, now we got a now we got to fight back an alien invasion kind yeah. of thing because that clearly is not his story. But you got plenty of room. Just please promise me you won't go through that whole uh, Jessica. What was her name? The no, sorry. What was Patty? Patty Kane. What, what are you talking about? I'm talking about Daredevil's kind of on and off girlfriend who died tragically. Electra. No, not that one. Although that's clearly a way they could they could build up to that Karen very Page. easily. Karen Page, thank you. Yeah, don't tell the Karen Page story, okay? Um, tell the uh, if you want a tragedy, tell the Electra story. Stay away from Electra. 
Stay away from Electra. I mean, I don't want her getting a spinoff. Did you ever see the Electra movie? Yes. Give me stick. I didn't in a Daredevil movie. Isn't it amazing that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner were Daredevil and Electra? Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> and now they're in real life. They're Daredevil and Electra, only that's without um, the the stabby things <laughs> and the bow sticks. I um. Yeah, the actress who played Electra escaped me. Jennifer, Jennifer Garner. Garner. Her her character or her as an actress, she's been doing some very small roles lately, and she's just she's, not. I think she's more concerned with being a mom. Yeah, yeah. she really seems to have taken a back seat to just kind of act, uh, being an actress. And well, stuff. Yep. Affleck has done kind of the same thing. I mean, they. they well, both he's he's back directing. He's, he's more on on the yes, production side. He's now. he's being more creative, but he's not he's not putting himself out there. I mean, both of them have to their credit, I think, uh, you know, neither one of them are ever going to be able to walk through a Piggly Wiggly or a Wright's IGA or yeah, a Safeway Jennifer or Garner's going to shop at a Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> know, wouldn't that be awesome? Well, there's sweats on. Argo was a great film that he directed. I absolutely loved Argo. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are, are saying that, you know, he's a real up-and-comer. And you know, I never did get a breakdown. Um, they say Matt Damon and Ben Affleck uh, wrote Goodwill Hunting, which was an incredible incredibly well-written movie and they deserve the acclaim they got off of that you can um, refer to them as Dayfleck, by the way Dayfleck. yeah okay well i don't know how they juggled the writing duties i mean was it really was it really <laughs> damon duty <laughs> was it really one or the other and the other guy just kind of said hey i got an idea how about I you kind know. of do this or did they literally work on the script together you know they're 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 hun- they're both hunched over a typewriter, going no no no, change that word. Uh, let's go with this adjective. You well, know, it's usually I mean you usually come up with like the plot points right. together, and then you know from there you got to do the character development, yeah. and then you work on the dialogue. And a lot of it does come down to how would this character react to and finding just those right words. I mean it's you know yeah I mean it, with it, someone if you really want to get into it, it's it's more like you know does he say come here right now or I need for you to come over those types of things with a good screenwriter right and especially a team they work out well because, was one because... of the guys plot and one of the guys dialogue or did they truly literally collaborate on the writing of the script yeah I, I would think that they collaborated I mean I mean so does does Damon write chapter one and Affleck write chapter two it it's usually I've, I've seen like teams of writers okay because I've always been fascinated usually, I mean, I'm not being yeah I'm not being jokey here I, I really don't understand how a team of writers writes a script the um with at least two guys because I've seen this before they both sit by one sits at the computer and okay they both look at the monitor okay and then one and one starts to type the line and goes no 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 it needs to be this. Okay. And then they talk about that one line for a while until they go, okay, yeah, you're right. This okay. is how it is. That seems very inconvenient and time-consuming. Because back in it, the old days. It's kind of fun. I've, I've done it with some other people before, and it's, yeah, I mean, you could spend all day on. One line. On, yeah. Yeah, one line, one page. Well, back and, in. And, but it's fun. Yeah, back in the olden times, like the late 70s and up into the mid-80s, um, you would see oftentimes uh, uh, the artist and the writer uh, would both get, you know, you'd see Wolfman and Perez Perez are writing Teen Titans. Wolfman is the scripter. Perez is the artist. And they both get like a co-plot or co-writing credit kind of thing. And, and you see that all the time. Um, but now you've got, and I don't, 
I'm sure that relationship exists. I mean, clearly back in the old days, the the Marvel method, um, the artist he the artist almost provided the plot. I mean, the the writer would give him the bare outline of a plot. The artist would draw the comic with no dialogue whatsoever to work from, only the bare outlines of a plot. And depending on the artist, it was fairly common for that artist to take things in the direction they wanted to. They didn't even necessarily um, you know, collaborate you know, on a on a minute by minute level with the writer. the the art The writer says, "Okay, this episode, uh, Daredevil's gonna go get some ice cream, and he's gonna get hit in the head by another truck, which is going to uh, mean he's blind again." Um, until at the end of the episode, he's pushed out a window by a bad guy. He miraculously hits his head, and he's got his radar powers back. You know, probably not it, some even that well, defined. And then the artist says, "Okay, I'm gonna do a thirty page comic or a twenty five page comic." worth of pencils based on what you just told me. And then he may say, you know, no, uh, Daredevil didn't get pushed out the window at the end by his girlfriend and his powers were restored. It was actually uh, the dung beetle, you know, his arch enemy that, you know, that pitched him out a window after a brutal rooftop fight or something. It, it actually, it depends on the relationship between the artist and the writer right. and how they, how they work together. Like Dave Gibbons and, and, uh, and um, uh, Watchmen guy, what's his name? Alan Moore. Like yes. Alan Moore gave him very specific directions. Yes. As to what needed to be in each frame, very specific. Yeah. That's what he. That's what he drew. And that's true. At on that the, point, the artist the, is kind of a monkey. On the other end, um, you know, with Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, with something like uh, Fantastic Four and right. stuff. Um, Stan Lee gave him. Uh, they they need to have an adventure where they meet someone, some monsters underground. Kirby drew it. And then the dialogue got added later. Right. So that's, so, I mean, two extreme, two extremely different methods that both work. It just depends on the relationship you have yeah. with that person. A lot of times someone may feel like, oh, I'm carrying the burden for this person because they're not giving me good direction. Right. And some people, and some people like that because it gives them the freedom to create. It depends on the, it. It depends on the relationship between between the editor and the, and the writer and the drawer. It's just it's how they work together. And when you find someone that works, it's magic. And that's how you come up with just these beautiful pieces of work that that always work. And then when it doesn't work, you get schlocky comics that you read once and never care about again. Yes. So the Marvel method is. I think it's pretty much over and done now. I I, I know that wasn't Bendis uh, famous for. He would he would thumbnail, he would thumbnail the art that he ex intended the artist to perform basically. To, I think so to because do. he he was an artist also. Okay, uh, I've heard of uh, I think uh, Jim Shooter did that also if I remember right. He would Shooter. Yeah, <laughs> he would. Uh, Want to go to Red Lobster? You eat pieces Shooter! of stuff for breakfast. Speaking of Marvel, yes, Iron Man's coming up. We need to talk about our movie plans. So we had to move from Friday to Saturday. Right. Last episode, we talked about Friday night. It turns out my younger daughter has a percussion concert that I would like to attend. So we're going to go Saturday on Star Wars Day. Oh. May the 4th be with you. Wow. That's it's not ironic. What is it? <laughs> so your daughter? It's coincidental. So that's weird because they're doing the performance at night right after friday school night? oh after school yeah okay friday night okay. like 6 p.m okay 
Why? That, that's also free comic book day too. Saturday, May the fourth. Mm-hmm. May the fourth. Star Wars Day <laughs> is free comic book day. Yeah. Isn't that neat? How all geeks can become one and <laughs> that's on nice. One day. So but, we're gonna go to the movie. Uh, first thing in the morning, we're gonna see. That was my suggestion. And and Bill and I acquiesced. Is yeah. that a word? Yes, no. it's a good one Did too. Did I use it it's in a proper darn manner? Good one. Yes, you nailed awesome. it. You're hot right now. Fantastic. Keep it rolling. So we're going to see an early movie, and then we're going to go have lunch afterwards. And talk about it and record. Yeah. If anybody wants to join us, give us an email at halfhourwasted at gmail.com as of this recording. Uh, The invitation is only a couple of days old. Yeah. Now we're talking about seeing like like the 7.15 a.m. show, something like that. (laughs) Yeah. No. So set your alarm. There's usually like around the not 10, 30, 10 or eleven a.m. I are in the in the ten o'clock hour. We're thinking, you know, okay, and that's going to be eleven's not bad. Yeah. Noon's not Plano. bad. Plano, yeah. you know, yeah, that's going to be in the Plano vicinity for yeah. those in the North Texas area. I'd like to lobby for as close to noon as I could get it, but uh, well, we're we're all good. We got time to figure this out. If we do it at noon, then that kind of screws up lunch. Yeah, because that be. then because you got to get a oh, the chitlins to. Karate. Yeah, assuming assuming karate. the younglings are uh, going to karate, uh, or at least Zoe, then uh, that's a uh, middle you of the. You just afternoon don't want to get up that early on a Saturday morning. That's absolutely right. Well, here here's it's, the advantage. Take one to for doing the team, Bill. Here's wow. the, here's the advantage of doing it. That I take early. plenty for the team. You get coffee. Yeah. You get to hang and and uh, you get to start off a little slow. What uh, if you know you get to wake up? You're waking up a little early, but you still get the. What if like me, bit. you don't ever drink coffee, so you're always crabby. Oh, you're missing out. You get to have your early morning Dr. Pepper. (laughs) Yeah, and you know what? Dr. Pepper Pepper is nectar of the gods. But it's not like I drink one of those suckers and then it's like, okay, I'm ready to go for the day. You know, no, I don't, I don't all of a sudden, I don't. Well, when I don't pop friends, into a Folgers commercial while I'm swilling down mm, a Dr. Pepper. When you're with you're with friends, yeah, and the adrenaline will be pumping because you're yeah. ready to see oh, Tony yeah. Stark. You're gonna be you're gonna be good. So we're yeah. gonna go in the ten o'clock hour. If you want to go, let us know at halfhourwasted at gmail dot com. I'll also coordinate. be. This is May the fourth. Be with you. Hey, and I just want to let uh, the any listeners that might be able to join us know that I will have uh, the kids with me most likely. Um, so I will be on my best behavior. So you probably don't have to worry about me throwing up on your shoes or anything like that. So uh, your wardrobe will be safe. Uh, I, if you want, I will promise not to try and hug you. As always. Uh, so you're invited. We look forward to seeing you. Now, we've been ending our shows with some music lately. It's Frank's turn. And uh, Frank has uh, enlightened us as yes. to his selection. And Bill and I both went. You're you're joking, right? That's pretty funny. <laughs> that's that's funny. That's funny, but Frank. But apparently you're not. No. Um this, No, Frank, really. Really. This, come on, Frank. This actually came from uh this is how we discovered another piece of music. Google okay. was giving away free music for a while, just yes. downloading it on your drive. Yeah, you've heard this song before. Yeah. It no, just I'm, reminded you from your past. It reminded me and I heard, Oh my gosh, I love this song. Right. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a, it's an older song. It's actually a yeah. country slash pop song. I wouldn't I describe. I would describe the number of the beast by Iron Maiden that way. <laughs> but this song, it makes me happy. Yes, it's kind of fun. It's Dolly Parton's "Here You Come Again." Oh, I composed th- by Barry Mann. 
just some cocktail party information. Very man. Nope. Very man. Hello. What album does this come from? Oh, the seminal album Greatest Hits. You are so cheap. You owe the audience. Apologize to them. Stop laughing and apologize to the audience right now for robbing them of precious information. I love Greatest Hits. Okay. Because that's it is the biggest song sign uh, of an album. Now it's when you listen to a greatest hits album, yeah. it's like listening to a pop radio station. Right. It's like listening to a radio station and it's just all these songs that make you happy for that moment. You are clearly it's the kind not, of person. It's yes. not an experience. It's just a moment that you can share. Yeah. You know, while you're driving around. What, listening to a greatest hits album? Yeah. There's nothing special about listening to Grace's. That, that is the equivalent of going to restaurants, fast food restaurants, and only ever ordering the number one combo. What if it makes you happy? Hey, there, I can give you multiple examples of when I do just that at various restaurants. Now, we Frank and I both worked with, actually all three of us worked with the, this one human who will remain nameless, um, who has a brother uh, whose theory is always just order the number one. And a lot of times you don't, you know, hey, I'm going to pick up some food. Where are you going? I don't know. McDonald's, Arby's, you know, Taco Tico, whatever. And, you know, Pup and Taco, whatever. Just give me a number one. Just get me a number. It says number one with a blank, a Coke, whatever yeah. it is. And that's his standard order every time under the theory that the biggest seller of any particular food chain is going to uh, show up in their number one combo slot. He's probably the guy who makes a lot of sense. Who would always mark a C on his Scantron test when yeah. he didn't know the answer. <laughs> Absolutely. You go with the odds. You play it safe. And and honestly, I've found I've done that a couple of times in my life. It was like, hey, I'm going to whatever. It's like, uh, I don't know. Just get number one, whatever. You know, you're going to Raising Cane's. I have no idea what the menu looks like. Just give me number one. I'm fine. You know, and you can do that. You know, yeah. what a burger. So but just give me number one. So with that, you know. What's wrong with the greatest hits album? Oh God! Just I just I just spent five minutes arguing against my I, own point, didn't yeah. I? I will do that. I uh, recently acquired a, a greatest hits album myself. Yeah, because I heard an old song by this artist, wanted to become familiar with them, and I was surprised at how many of the songs I'd already heard that didn't know that the, it was this artist. Yeah. Okay, I guess so. if you're looking, uh, I'll give you one. Out, if you will, where if you're looking to introduce yourself to an artist, that's not a horrible way to go about it. Sometimes I just want all the freaking awesome Foo Fighters <laughs> songs that I love. Yes, 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 yes. And I just want the hits, baby. Well, I just want the how hits. How about you? And, and Bill, I'm sure you've made mixtapes. You've I'm made, sure you've made I've been, mix CDs. You know what? what those I, are, I was just those gonna, are equivalent I was gonna to say, Bill McGonnell's no, greatest hits. I yeah. was getting ready to say exactly <laughs> that. That um that I have been making mixtapes uh for longer than a lot of you people who are listening have been alive most likely I am that old, um, mix but, eight tracks. Oh yeah, no, I mean I used to I used to make mixtapes to uh cassette tapes all the stinking time because I I I've still got uh a relative Footlocker full of old mixtapes. In fact, I've transferred some of my old mixtapes over to CD. Mm-hmm. That's how in tune with the technology I am, um, but. What I would do, I did that with uh, NXS. I did that with Oingo Boingo, two, two, just for example, the last two that I did. And it's been a few years at least. But, yeah, 
It's like I'm not interested in the the NXS's greatest hits uh, CD. What I am interested in is having all their albums and making my own stinking CD because I may like that deep cut off that one album. You know, I I so may not a, like so the that's most a Bill McGonnell's yes, greatest hits. It is, but it's okay. But it's my greatest hits as opposed okay. to what the music company thinks the greatest hits should be, and. Clearly, or what the sales of that song was, because that's what it's based on. Yeah, well, you see, sales. that's not as cool, and I can't concern myself with that because I need for people. To, well, well, I you, desperately you have a very eclectic, cool you have a very eclectic taste. taste of music, so that's important to you. It is, and <laughs> and you know, sometimes I just want vanilla. Sometimes I just want the number one. Sometimes <laughs> I just want to I just want to drive down the road and sing the songs that I know. There was one point in my life where for about two weeks it's like I just want to listen to the most straight ahead rock music, just just guitar and you know I'm not talking about prong or you know anything like that. But uh um sorry, I was gonna list off another eight or nine bands, but Frank okay. has talked about You've been me out listening to a half art wasted proud member of the HHW, they're pretty good. Podcast I, my network. point was, I would listen to collective Send your questions soul and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail And if you want to go so, to the movies with us, sorry about let that. Let us know. Leave us a voicemail seven nine nine seven two seven nine eight thirty eight thirty. Until next week, Bill. Why stop pointing at me, I'm Brad? And I'm Frank. And for your listening pleasure, Dolly Parton. It is so rude. <laughs> Don't talk to over point. my song, Dolly Parton. Dolly knows all about how rude it is to point if you know what I'm trying to say. Coming up, it's coming up. As I was saying, collective soul. All you gotta do honey. is smile and smile. And, and there go all my defenses. Just leave it up to you. And then I'll leave it You're messing up my mind. And filling up my senses. Here you come again. Sing it, Bill. Here I come again. There you go. Yeah. 
Everybody. Okay, now the left side. Now the right side. Now the boys. Okay. Now the girls. Here I go. She's sassy. She's so sassy. She knows what she wants. She's not afraid to get it. 